We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Jovial, caring, wacky, live and local. It's time for the Bart Winkler Morning Show. I was hoping I didn't have to do that today, but you want to call in at four thirty instead? Yeah. I'm doing draft mockery tomorrow, so. Oh, you are! Wow. So I will be calling in tomorrow. Oh, okay. Before All right. the brewery game is over. All right. Okay. Well, you're saddled with me the uh, first hour of the big show. I'll be in for Steve on the big show. That should be good. From ten to eleven, we'll be talking to Ty Windish. Talk some bucks. Uh, what else we're going to talk about? I don't know yet. That's up, not up to me to figure that out. <laughs> you're just, you're just here. Well, I'm going to have you decide the next uh, couple of segments here. Should I go the route of the Bucks in the NBA, or should I continue on the Brewers? What would you rather? Oh, decisions, decisions. Yeah. Actually, I kind of I made up my mind, but I want to know what you say. I just go Bucks. I'm going to go Brewers. Okay, beautiful. Yeah. I'm gonna go Brewers. <laughs> All right. I just, I mean, I, you know what I was gonna say. You, I thought I was gonna do a little reverse psychology on you, but oh, okay. No, no. All right. Yo, Brewers. Yes, please. Brewers. Yeah, they uh, play today. Ron is in Rome. What's up, Ron? Hi, Bart. I know Bart called the show about gambling before. The problem with gambling, even if you bet on your own team, is what happens if you lose two hundred thousand dollars? and you owe money to a bookie, well, then he can tell you you need to, you know, throw the games. Do you think this is fair? Tom Brady and the Buccaneers saw the one year that his over-under rushing yards was half a yard. Why doesn't the Buccaneers, why don't they put a $500,000 on and run a play with Tom Brady? Well, for, well I, I mean, that's just cheating. Well, it's not cheating. You're just running a play. Well, they're changing their game plan to win money. So? Doesn't hurt the game. Does that hurt the integrity of the game? Yes. I don't think so. It's a running play. It's not like, it's okay, not well, like he's throwing an interception. It's not like he's... should have been a pass play. It's not like he's fumbling. Bart, me and you grew up different generations. I don't know. Yeah, I grew up in this NFT Bitcoin world. Where everything's a scam, so I'm just looking to scam the next guy. I grew up in East New York, where you don't do anything with the mafia because it turns it always turns bad for you. Oh, I would not touch the mafia. Well, who do you think you get it involved when you're betting with bookies? Oh, I bet on uh, in Vegas. Right, but then, but then, uh, I believe it. I don't know. Uh, I, I when I lived in Racine, my neighbor bet on baseball, and he kept losing and he kept thinking well if i just keep doubling i gotta win sometime he ended up losing enough money that he had to sell his classic mustang see i've had one of those nights too but it wasn't with a bookie it was with an offshore website well this was in the this was in the 80s so i don't they didn't have that i would i was i've never been appealed to like give my money to a guy who knows a guy you know Right. I'd rather go sketch well, you know, online or legit Vegas than sketch person. Well, you know, you had a show one time where you were talking about, like, what's the difference between wanting to win and hating to lose? Yeah. I'm a hate-to-lose person. So if I lose $5, it's going to annoy me more than if I won $100. Oh, I'm with, yeah, I'm with you on that one. Starter. I'm with you on that one. 
Well, anyway, I I don't I do think they should let Pete Rose in because now you know gambling's everywhere. But um, yeah, now it just seems like they're rubbing it in his face. Yeah, well, he you know he hasn't taken his punishment laying down. You know that you know that when he dies, they'll induct him the next day. Probably. Yeah. (laughs) Unreal. All right, Ronnie. I like when you have Tim on the show. A lot of people do. That's why I have him on. They're good. Keep doing that. All right, Ron. Thanks, right, Ron. You, See ya. Oh, Tim says thanks. Oh, people love me. Uh, oh, 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 he was talking about the Tim. other Tim. Alan, you thought he was talking about Tim I, Shea. Yeah, I thought you were too. Which okay. is you. Never mind. And oh, gee, I mean that must feel bad for you. Yikes. If if I see a prop, I mean if I if there's a prop like. I don't know. These guys see props, right? Yeah. At some point, that has to have happened. Where will this guy score a touchdown? Yeah. And then you're at the one yard line, and then I'll just hand it to him. You think? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, there's a lot. People are always, everything's about money. That's Mm -hmm. what I've realized. Everything's about money. And everything's about the people that have money, they don't, they want more money. There's, you can never, Nobody's ever had enough money and said, I'm stop, I'm gonna stop making money. Nobody's ever had enough power and said, this is, this is an adequate amount of power. I'm done. They always want more power and more money. That's what I've learned here today. I learned a lot from Adam McKelvey, who was on the Wendy's Big Show yesterday. I want to play you some highlights of this. Now, by the way, I'm not pretending to do the interview. I got accused of that. Like, I play sound bites from other people, but I got accused of once taking an interview. And claiming it as yours? And claiming it as mine. It was my interview. But someone was adamant that I went home and cut it redubbed up. the yeah. questions, and I got in like a day long Twitter fight about it. And I was like, why am I doing this? That's I know not I'm worth right. It. I, it's I, not I, worth I know. It. I better. I'm better. I'm better. Okay. I'm better. I don't tweet as much because you know what happens? I, when I tweet, I lose followers. I've noticed that. People follow me, but then don't like when I tweet. Like I went on last night to see. All right, let's see what Bart's tweeting about tonight. I, I thought you'd, I thought I'd see something about John Cena and WWE. Well, who cares what I think? Well, I don't want to say who cares what I think because I have a radio show. This is my tweets, right here. You want to know what I think? Four six hours, to ten. Six to ten. Yeah, every time I tweet, it's just siphoning away from my show. Right. I, I like the new Bart. If this is the new bar. Plus, I'm where the people are when it comes to social media. I'm on Pinterest. Are you? Oh, absolutely, I am. I had no idea. Put my boards up. Looking at different ways I want to decorate my house. Looking at different furniture. Looking at different funny coffee sayings. That's where you can find your boy. I still have to make you that plaque. On Pinterest. What plaque? Uh, there was a plaque that earlier in the year. The, a quote from Budenhoser. That... You said I want that painted on a on a wood board above your front door. Oh, what was it? Get back. I forget. Something stupid. Something, yeah. The last piece. Ooh. So McKelvey was on with uh the big show guys yesterday. I want to bring up this small ball thing again, just real quick, because the Brewers had this inning on Sunday that we loved so much, but then when we talk about how we loved it, there are people that say it, it's not sustainable. But sometimes you have to do it, but in baseball, there's still a reluctance because the adage is you can try to get as many hits as you want. It's still easier to score runs with a single swing of the bat. I've asked counsel a couple of times, like, is there a point where you kind of start to change the way you think about offense when you're in this era of no offense, where the pitching is, like, so dominant compared to the offensive side of the ball and shifts are still in play and all that stuff, and – Basically, he's not gone there. Um, and part of that's personnel, and part of that is just them, you know, having a lot of, like, like a, 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 a book on how it's best to score. And right now, that's in, in, right now in baseball, that's just the home run. It's really hard to get six hits in an inning. So if you want to put a big number on the board, a lot of times it's the home run. That's just the state of the game right now, and um, they haven't really the the hitters and and I think the managers haven't really adjusted away from that at this point. That's a great answer. Adam McKelvey, who I am talking to live in this very moment currently, he is on the phone 
uh, with us. Adam, can you just say hi to everyone? Say hi, Bart. Ah, it looks like we're having some technical difficulties. But if you can hear me, I would like an answer on Brandon Woodruff and this Raynaud syndrome. So remember, this is why Woody is still out longer than he was before. Had an injury, got better. Then he had this Raynaud syndrome. Had you ever heard of this before? Woodruff had it. It's like I always, I, this is what sports is now. It's either I learn more math than I ever did in school because of these contracts. And then I learned more medicine than I ever. Remember when Braun hurt his trapezius muscle? No idea what that was. I didn't know what that was. So Raynaud's phenomenon, again, is when smaller arteries that supply blood to the skin constrict excessively in response to cold, limiting blood supply to the effective area. So essentially your fingers get cold and numb. And if you're a pitcher who relies on the grip of the different pitches you throw, if your fingers are numb, it's hard to try to figure out what you're throwing. But he's good enough where he can pitch tonight. I don't know if this is going to be a lingering problem or what. If you're going to see some pitches tonight that look off or if somebody gets him on a on a pitch that he didn't mean to throw, I, I mean, that could be an issue. But here's uh, Adam McKelvey, who we have back on now live. Uh, Adam, if you heard my question, if you could answer kind of comes and goes he says and yeah he says it's been getting right. better yeah. he's been yeah. taking medication for it so it's treatable it's like a known thing that many people have but it's like it's not 100 percent oh gone in the rear view mirror it's something that he says he's gonna have to manage and it's not like he totally loses feeling in that middle finger but it's something that's there and that you know there may be points in the game where he kind of loses that feeling and that's really tough especially off speed especially the change-up which is a big pitch for everybody. Um, so he's, that's something that he's going to have to sort of work through. And I think there is, you know, there is some unknown about what you're going to get from him. But the, the big thing is he felt really good about that last rehab outing in Wisconsin. It was 74 pitches. So he'll be up, you know, 85, 90 in this first outing and then be back to the full go after that. And they'll just have to, hope that the trajectory he's on which is getting better with that finger continues to get better he's been having fun over the last week showing us which finger is affected it's his middle finger so uh you know you guys know woodruff he's such a nice guy he sort of like sheepishly is showing us Mm -hmm. it's become a little uh a gag for him so maybe he hopes it continues a little bit and that was me saying "Mm -hmm," and not uh leroy butler yeah so woody is walking around and they're like how's your finger and he flips him off because you know his Middle finger's the one. You know, we've talked about this a bunch on the show that we think the Brewers are cursed, but we don't know why. So we're cho- we're still trying to figure out the exact... There's There's been many great suggestions, but I don't know what we've settled on is the reason that they're cursed. But we know that they are cursed. And so here's what I foresee happening now. Brandon Woodruff, Game 7. Finger goes numb. And just like how we as Bucks fans can say... Remember the year we didn't win because Chris Middleton got hurt, Packers fans? Remember the year that Rodgers was too locked in on Devontae and they blocked a punt? Brewers fans, remember the year Brandon Woodruff had Raynaud syndrome? Always something. It's always something. I thought we came to agreement that it's the 82 team. Like, we celebrate. That we celebrate them too much? Them too much. It's like celebrating the 85 Bears. But they at least won. True. You're right. I forgot about that. So maybe the baseball gods saw us have a parade after 82, and they were like, how dare you? No. Nah, how you, dare you, you Milwaukee? You got to deserve a parade. Robin Yount riding on his motorcycle. Yeah, but he didn't even like doing that. Into the stadium. He thought it was. He thought it was and now they make him do that every time. Can you oh, ride I know. this motorcycle in? I know. I'll tell you what the best contribution Robin Young has ever done is combine his Robinade with Leap Vodka. I still have not tried this yet. Is it in stores? I th- Yeah. Leap and Lemonade? Yeah. I think. Okay. I'm going to have to get me some. Tomorrow, do you want to have a taste do wa- test? Do you want to do a taste test after the show? Or- when I was doing radio in Fond du Lac, we had a guy that was, he opened a moonshine shop. I think I've told this before, but, you know, at some point you just run out of stories. He opened, <laughs> he opened a moon. Hey, you guys hear about my fake all-in-one? He opened a moonshine shop 
And so he came and wanted us to try it on air. And my boss was like, fine. So I had like three shots of moonshine. Live on air? Yeah. Beef, and, like in the beginning of the show? Like eight o'clock hour. It was a six to 10 show. So you know how you always like, whenever you're on air and you taste something, you go, yeah. oh, oh my, oh my God, you, this is your, oh, like you're befuddled that you've never tasted before. Yes. And so it was, it was good. And then, you know, I started to feel it. Uh, coincidentally, we had a, we had a live remote at a restaurant later that day for lunch. And I just was inhaling food, like spilling ketchup all over my shirt. It was, I mean, I was wasted off the moonshine. But that's not, I don't want to, I don't want to drink it to get, I just want to taste it. Taste it, yeah. Yeah. I want to see, you know, what the vodka to lemonade. Yeah, I want to see how much I can taste of what. Yes. That's what, that's what I want to do. It comes with a 6.7, I think, ABV. Maybe you can taste, obviously, the lemonade, but it's just hidden. The vodka is, you know, like you don't taste the vodka, and you just, ooh, this is good. Crack open another one. Ooh. I was telling this to Toby yesterday. I don't think he really uh, jived with it because, uh, you know, really. But I am like, I keep seeing you. There's all these, like, cocktails in cans now. Where was this 10, 15 years ago? When I was out at Summerfest, bloated, because my tum tum hurts after one beer. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yep. Yeah, if you're if you're coming up in this era where everything's in a can, you don't know how good you got it. All right, McKelvey did go into some detail, or uh, could you go into some detail about Adrian Hauser and Eric Lauer? We talked about this with Tim Allen last hour, because these are two guys that have been struggling. The ERA for them. In the month alone of June, Lowers is almost seven. Houses is almost six. Yet I still feel more confident in uh, Lauer, I think. But they're going to get spots up in the order. Lauer goes tomorrow. Yeah, Woodruff goes today. Lauer goes tomorrow. And McCalby talked about, I mean, these are guys that the Brewers are going to need. And they are being measured against really good, especially Lauer, really good 2021s. Still, this isn't like, oh, you had a three ERA last year, you have a four this year. They've been struggling as of late, and so there is some concern with both of these guys. Well, it's not been as good as it was last year, where they were really steady and I think really important parts of a great solid rotation because you had Woodruff and Burns doing their thing, and then those other guys were like just as good, which was an incredible convenience for Craig Council and Chris Hook and is they're managing games to so just know you're going to get something good out of your starting pitcher pretty much every night. That's not been the case this year. Hauser says he's working on some mechanical things. You know, for a sinker ball guy, it's very often about getting down the mound. They down talk about that a lot, and it has to do about balance and body position, and he's working on it. And I think the promising thing, you know, you look at the line score, and it was bad again, particularly for Hauser last time. But you watch the game, it was one really bad inning where it was like hard contact Palooza and then five good. So I think that's what he takes away from it is like, how do I get those five good innings and one bad inning into six good innings? And, and that's what he's talking about with this mechanical stuff that he's working on. So he had it for most of the night and then lost it in that one inning. And that's what the between starts work is all about the bullpen that they do between starts. Um, and Lauer is interesting as well, because, what I like about Eric Lauer is when he came into spring training, I went around and asked each pitcher for a story like, what's your main focus this spring? I think you can learn a lot about a guy by the way they answer an open question like that. And Lauer's answer I thought was fascinating because it was like more of the same. And he had a really solid year last year. Mostly a, a pitcher, a pro athlete, will come up with something and fixate on it. And I thought it was fascinating that Lauer just wanted more of the same. So he, when he pitches well, he gives himself credit for it and says, like, I want to stay in that place. And I mentioned that because after this last outing, the home runs have killed him. I think it's eight homers in his last three starts. And he's pitching at Tropicana Field, a place where they, there are going to be some home runs. Um, but he talks about – he feels he's throwing the ball well. And it's like three bad pitches a game – 
that's killing him. So what he wants to do is eliminate those three bad pitches, but not like reinvent everything he's doing. And I, I don't know. I, I guess I always kind of give credit to a player when they are able to give credit to themselves and to see the good things that they're doing and try to maximize those good things. So that's his goal in this outing. He's going to follow Woodruff on, on Wednesday. Um, it's to not make those three bad pitches and get, and get killed by him. And when he, you know, he's had a, until lately, uh, he was off to a great start for them, coming off a great year. So the you know, he can do this. Uh, it's just about eliminating those uh, those couple of mistakes and, and keeping the ball in the yard. Adam McKelvey, MLB.com, Brewers.com, just some of the clips from him with the Wendy's Big Show yesterday, and I just thought it was interesting because covering a lot of the stuff that we've been talking about regarding this Brewers team who does have a two-game set against the Rays starting tonight, and then tomorrow, the game tonight at 6.10 our time, the game tomorrow at 11.10 our time, which I think will be tremendous. Basically, your sh- the show tomorrow, your show, pre-game show is the pregame show. Yeah, and so I get to watch a game at 11. If it ends at 2.30, I can still squeeze in a two-hour nap and then go pick up my boy at daycare? Ooh. That's why, beautiful. Why can't all afternoon games start at eleven? Well, but the problem is, so I was gonna, I was gonna go to the game on Wednesday last Wednesday. Yeah, Thursday. What happened? Was I gonna go on Thursday? Uh, what when's whatever day? The, yeah, Thursday against the Cardinals. I was all in like frame of mind to go, and I, you know, bought an you, espresso. or You whatever. told Brian Anderson we'll see you down there. I did, and then I got home, and then I like sat down on the couch for two minutes before I left at noon, and I just started to doze off. See, if I'm I'm not because I re- I I don't need a nap. What I tell people is I require a nap. Which I just read a study on the New York Times that people that go to bed late and then get up early are like on death's doorstep. Like it's the worst thing you can do. The feeling. Now that article did not talk about naps because I still get your boy still gets his eight hours of sleep. Okay, it's just some of it's during the night night time. And some of it's during the work work time when all of you are busting your humps. I like sleeping during the day. I like waking up and checking my phone and seeing all my emails and all my texts. I like doing that. I kind of don't answer texts now until I eight o'clock at night. I've noticed. Yeah. So I, I, I I get texts throughout the day because I get, I'm too attached to my phone and I can't be responding all day and having 10 different conversations. So now I wake up, I see my messages, reply to the urgent ones, live my day. And then at night is usually when I do my work for the show and I hammer everything out. So that is unnecessary information to all of you, but I brought it up. And now I will stop with whatever monologue this is. And we will talk about the greatest 10 minutes of the Bucks off season so far, the 10 minutes we thought we might get John Wall. Bought out from Houston, but now he's going to be a clipper. We'll talk some Bucks free agency this week. Not a lot of moves to be made for the Bucks, I don't think. They don't seem to have a lot of money to do it. Will they surprise us? We'll talk some bucks coming up. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Submission from Sparky. Nah, I'm just kidding. That's uh, Corey. Did you see my head bounce up real quick? Uh, you haven't heard that one, have you? No, I haven't. Yeah, when Corey did that said, come in? Corey yesterday? said that like two months ago. Okay. Oh. Yeah. A little Metallica. Is that the first time you played it? No. Yeah. Really? Uh, Corey. What'd you ask me? Is that the first time you played it? Sorry, I was distracted. Yeah. Uh, well, no, look- it's not the first time I played it. Tony from Texas t- tweeted me that he has Raynaud's syndrome, and that's why he moved to Texas. No, it isn't. The not. Woodruff finger thing. Tony. Tony. Call me, please. If that's true, we need to talk yeah. to you. Bart will let you call in. That again. seems like, yeah. I, I mean, that's No way. You moved to Texas because your fingers were cold? Yeah, I'm going to need to talk to Tony about that. All right, so last night I had a... Good song. Good song. Oh, you like Corey's song? First time I heard it. Yeah. Last night I had this thrilling topic to talk about. Should the Bucks go after John Wall? John Wall was bought up by the Rockets. John Wall was on the Rockets. Believe it or not, you may have forgot about that. And then 10 minutes later, Woj reported that he's going to sign with the Clippers. So the Clippers, they're one of those teams that people forgot about because Paul George sat out most of the season and Kawhi Leonard sat out the entire season, and you just forget all about them. Yeah, they had a late push there at the end, but they were never really relevant after those guys went down, made a couple of trades, brought in some pieces. Uh, Bucks flipped Semi Olige and uh, Ronnie Hood over there. Remember that to get Ibaka. But other than that, there wasn't there wasn't much else going on with the Clippers. They didn't really make any waves. But with those guys back, you know, Kawhi now taking – another year off, uh, and then Paul George. And, you know, you had John Wall of that mix, and I don't know that you need that much out of John Wall. They've got a pretty good team even without him, so they're not going to need 30 minutes a night out of John Wall, but that's where he's expected to go. The other big news in the NBA yesterday was this Kyrie Irving situation, which was just a complete bunch of nonsense. And it reminded me a lot of the uh, Rodgers situation. It really did. Because on draft day two years ago, you remember, there was a report from ESPN that all of a sudden, Rodgers was unhappy. And it's been mounting up for a while, and he wants out. So Schefter decides to let everybody know what he knows on draft day. Just because he wanted to get it out there. He might have been worried that someone was going to scoop him, or you know, there's still a lot of weird like behind the scenes stuff with that. But Schefter came out and then that was the coverage the whole night. It was all about Rodgers. And then, you know, when Denver picked, you thought, oh my God, is he getting traded to Denver? You know, what's going on here? But the whole draft, our draft experience, who cares who we drafted? The whole draft was ruined because we were wondering if Rodgers was going to get traded. So then the NBA draft last week, it's draft day. You know, who's going to go one, whatever. Woj is like, I'll tell you who's going to go one, two, three. He was wrong. 
And then he's like, oh, by the way, Kyrie wants out and KD hasn't talked to the Nets and it's all, uh, it's all going downhill very quickly. And then there was a report that Kyrie was granted the opportunity to seek some sort of sign and trade. Then there was discussion that Kyrie might opt out of the $37 million, which he could then go sign a lower contract for like $7 million with the Lakers. That was something that people thought could occur yesterday. Kyrie opting out of 37 to then go play with the Lakers for seven. Well, Kyrie then said, normal people keep the world going, but those who dare to be different lead us into tomorrow. I've made my decision to opt in. See you in the fall. Kyrie, well, let me say the good stuff about Kyrie. Kyrie does a lot of good with charities and there's a lot of good stuff he does with schools. And But Kyrie seems like a terrible teammate and it doesn't, it doesn't seem like he ever thinks he knows what he wants. What does Kyrie want? I think Kyrie just wants you to not know what Kyrie wants. Like, he's very Rodgers-like in this situation. Because I've said a lot of stuff about Rodgers, like what I think he is as a person. I've called him a personality chameleon. And he just kind of, whoever he's hanging out with, that seems to be the, the personality he adapts to. You know, sometimes you see a movie or a TV show and all of a sudden you take on the personality of that show. Like it just, like you're, th- that consumes you. Your personality is one thing you like with Rogers. It's always seems to be to me on the outside who he's hanging out with. Those are the things he cares about. Those are the things he does. When he was with Olivia, he was kind of a nerd. When he was with Danica, he's working out a lot. When he's with blue of the earth, he's, you know, puffing smoke and reading witch- witchcraft. I don't know. But that's what it seems like. And Kyrie seems like the same way. Kyrie, I don't know if he likes being talked about or what, but he he always seems to want you to think that he knows more than you know. He came out that one time and said the earth is flat, but then he came out and said, I just wanted to see what the reaction would be. All right. I mean, to some people, I guess, life is just a game and we're all pawns on their board. To some people, I, I that's you know, I don't know. I mean, it seems to be working out for Kyrie. So he made his decision. He's daring to be different. He says, like, why say that? Dare to be different. You're signing. You're you're taking the you're taking the thirty seven million or the maybe seven million. There's nothing different about that. We all do that. So then Kyrie stays with the Nets. Uh, Kevin, simply Kyrie Irving was not able to land either an extension with the Nets, or a sign-and-trade deal elsewhere in the NBA, specifically with the Lakers, that would have allowed him to get the long-term max dollars that he wanted. Uh, And so short of following through on his threat to sign the $6 million uh, mid-level exception with the Lakers, which he could have done if he opted out of his deal, he went back to Brooklyn on that 36.5 player option really had exhausted all of his leverage uh, and returns to Brooklyn now uh, with the possibility of free agency next summer. That's Woj on ESPN who had that report uh, earlier yesterday on the, uh, That's on the you broadcast. Oh, okay. Well, I'm, I'm later. I'm on the air right now. There's some going-ons in the hallway that had to be brought to my attention. All right. Urgently. Uh, Do you need me to do something here? No, I just uh, need to uh, focus on my... So then Kevin Durant is the other piece of this, and this is where it reminds me of, like, Rodgers again, because I feel like KD is Rodgers and Durant is Devontae. You find all this stuff about Devante, like, oh, he and he and uh, he and Derek Carr have been talking for years about trying to get together. They've wanted to get together for years. You know, this was just bound to happen. And then you find out some other stuff, like Devontae's trying to do a long-term extension, but Rogers was busy tying up his thing. And so Durant's got to be like, what is going on here? 
So here's what Woj had to say about KD. Well, I think Kevin Durant was very loyal to Kyrie Irving through this process and certainly, you know, wanted to create the idea that if Kyrie Irving walked, that Kevin Durant uh, might ask for a trade. But in the end, you know, the leveraging on Irving's side just didn't uh, allow for him to get, you know, the kind of new deal he wanted. And so now Kevin Durant has what he did want, which was which was Kyrie Irving back on the Nets this season. So the expectation right now is that Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving will move forward for the Nets uh, on this roster this year. But Kevin Durant hasn't talked yet. He hasn't expressed that uh, publicly. We'll wait and see. But this is the outcome that he wanted, which was Irving back with the Nets this year, the two of them playing together. Kevin Durant has talked about everything ever, including what Colin Cowherd said about him 13 years ago, but he's not commented on this situation. So it seems like the Nets are going to have KD and Kyrie and Ben Simmons, maybe. You know, KD and Kyrie go over there, and, you know, they win 35 games. That's the year they were hurt. Then they play and win 48 games last year out of 72, lose to the Bucks. And then this year they're 44 and 38 and everyone was so worried about ducking the nets and then they get swept by the Celtics right away. Meanwhile, they get James Harden to go there and then they flipped him and they only played together like 15 games or something small like that. Yet they are still the second best, second most favored team in the NBA to possibly win a championship, which doesn't make any, any sense at all. But the nets, man, I just, I, there's been some discussion in the organization that they'd rather just trade them all than have to deal with what they dealt with last year, you know, cause then Kyrie can play and he can't play. And then he shows up to games where, you know, there's that whole thing. And again, I, sometimes, sometimes the people that claim they don't like attention the most actually need it the most. And, uh, I can say that because hello, <laughs> I, I don't like attention. I say, but then when no one's looking at me, I'm like, God, I was such a, I was such a, I was so desperate for attention. Like in high school, I would dress for attention. Senior year, I had a clear backpack and nobody did. I just said, whatever I could do for attention, you know, whatever I would, I'd wear corduroy pants that would, went over my legs. I don't know when everybody dresses the same, everybody, everybody where I went to school wore hemp necklaces and, uh, and pink Floyd shirts. And I would show up wearing Sweaters I bought from Goodwill. Like grandpa sweaters. Just for attention. Because it's all about the girl. Just trying to get the girls all I was trying to do. That's all I was trying to do. And now, now look at me. I, I don't like attention. The Bart Winkler Show. I just feel like Kyrie's pretty Aaron Rodgers in this situation. And they're going to both come back. And it was much ado about nothing. They're going to both come back. And they're going to suck. Who's afraid of the Nets? Like when you have KD and Kyrie, that's what I kept saying. You got Kyrie, KD, you know what I mean, and Harden. The talent could overwhelm any scheme or any other team, but it's just not to be. So I'm not afraid of the Nets. In one week, they went from not being on the same team to now all going back. It's a bunch of nothing. It's the same Rodgers thing. So they are might, at. Some will say it's it's worse. Well, yeah, they're at where we were last yes. year. Yes. Because now they're both back, and then next year. Katie's going to be like, see ya. Do Brooklyn fans care? Are there any? That's. No. Probably what is KD not. doing? KD's going to retire with some weird ass career, man. Because his accolades are right up there with anybody. He's but he, a, he's, a, he's a chaser. He couldn't win the he's title. Ring chaser. Then he won the title and then, then he left. But he's like, which is crazy to say, because he's one of the best players. Well, the Warriors needed KD to beat that LeBron team. They, they needed KD, and he needed them. And I don't fault him for going there, and I don't fault the Warriors for making that happen. You're trying to win championships. He you were able to get KD. Left. He should have never left. He probably shouldn't have left, but he wanted to show that he didn't need him. <laughs> and, and he did need him. And now they won again with how they won before, yep. during, and after. after. They don't need him. KD, I thought when he left, like, that 35 would be retired, and he would be – he's going to – if they celebrate those teams when they do – I mean, Steph, Clay, and Draymond are going to be loved forever. Those three are going to be able to do anything forever. 
And then KD, like, let's like, roll in this team. Those three will be the front. And these, it's just be like a, a, ro- a yeah. carousel of players. But when they're all together, Sean Livingston will get a bigger applause. Okay? David Lee will get a bigger applause. Otto Porter, Andre Guadala, Festus Azili. Anybody. Andrew Bogut? Andrew Bogut will get a bigger applause. You know, K- KD is a, it's just it's just weird. The whole thing is just weird. I'm Bart, that's Tim. Scrub it up, not weird. Get your car wash as low as $13 a month with the unlimited scrub club as uh, uh, Corey says it best, but I can't find that file, so I'll give you this instead. And you know what it is. I want to go to Scrub-A-Dub to join the Scrub-A-Dub Scrub Club. Hard to say, easy to use. Sign up at Scrub-A-Dub. Dup is, I want to join the Scrub-A-Dub Scrub Club. Hard to say, easy to use. Wash your car every day if you want. One low price starting at $13 a month. 12.50 a.m. The Fan. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Tim Shea from the Lakeland University Studios. You can earn co-op credit for work experience at lakeland.edu. Toby on vacation. Yeah, I saw he was golfing this morning. He's already hit the links? Yeah. What, he tweet that? tweeted it. Toby. Well, good for him. He's been busting his hump around here. He has. He said, good morning, exclamation point, with a picture of a fairway. Oh. Well, where is he? I don't know. Did he, he leave already? Is he just, like, around here? I don't know. You tell You tell me. Can you decipher the golf course that he's at? Those uh, do look uh, like Virginia trees. I only lo- There's only, like, three golf courses I actually golf at. I, I like to golf at the golf courses where, like, people suck. I can't tell. Um, I suck is the problem. Yeah, I don't golf either. I like to golf where I know, you know what the new trick I do is? I I call for a tee time (laughs) at 11.14, and then I call for the tee time at 11.21 as a different person (laughs) so that nobody's behind me. There you go. Yep. Now, that costs the golf course money, but sorry. I don't like when people are behind me. Yeah, I, I get that. I don't like anyone no, I watching I totally me. get that. Uh, nobody can watch. I don't even like people in my group watching me. I make them shut their eyes. And you want to shut your eyes <laughs> when you see me golf. It's okay, Bart. The, uh, I'd be worse than you, so. There was a survey that came out that took all the different websites that ever have ranked anything. When it comes to stadiums in the Big Ten for football, USA Today, NSI, and Ranker, and Rivals, and the Toledo Blade, and Yard Barker, which I think is dead, and the Lansing State Journal, and Bleacher Report, which should be dead. But they took all the different rankings and ranked the Big Ten football stadiums. Number one is Michigan. Shocked. Have you been? I have, actually. Is it good? Yeah, it's good. Is it good because it's, it's big, or it's, it's good because it's good? You walk in. The weirdest part is that you walk in, and when you walk into your seat, or the first, you know, out of the tunnel, you're at row 101. Oh. So the stadium is built in ground. Oh, like uh, Dodger Stadium. Yes. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Ohio State is two. Haven't been there. You know they call it the horseshoe? The horseshoe. Because it, it looks looks like a shoe. Like a horseshoe? Yeah, I just realized that. Uh, Penn State, just kidding. Penn State is three. Nebraska, four. And then Wisconsin, five. So Camp Randall is five. Now, they just finished their remodel where, you know, the whole people can go end zone. drink. Yeah, you have to have a ticket, though. Last time I was at Randall, uh, as I call it, I just dropped the camp. Uh, last time I was at old Randy, I, I I didn't I thought it was worse than Lambo, the bleachers and it can't this they're they pack, tighter they pack them in there. Like at Lambo, you know somebody's got half their ass off the. But at Camp Randall's, like I was standing in the yeah. aisle. Yep. I was like, what what is this? So Camp Randall's five, 
Where else have you been? Um, Northwestern. Northwestern, that's gotta, that's gotta second be. last. Yeah. Yeah. Only ahead of Rutgers. Michigan State, East Lansing. Wisconsin, five. Iowa, six. Michigan State, seven. Okay, Minnesota. Yeah, the new one's eight. And Indiana, nine. Yeah. Illinois, 10. Purdue, 11. Purdue. Then Maryland, Northwestern, and Rutgers. Mm. The Badgers play at Northwestern this year. Usually I go. I have every intention to go. Oh, okay. And now I got a wedding. Ugh. Well, a couple of years ago, I don't know when they're going to make it up. It's obviously not this year, but uh, COVID year. They were supposed to play Northwestern at Wrigley Field. Oh, that's true. So I don't know when they're going to make that up. I was looking forward to that game. I don't know. I've never, I've just never been to Evanston. So I thought I'd, and it's so close. It's a very small stadium. What is it, like 80 miles away? Yeah. It's closer here to Evanston than here to Madison. That's insane. I mean, maybe it's not. A lot of Badger fans go. It's like a Badger home game. Yeah. And we always lose. Always. Why? I don't know. It's the place. It's never it's... sunny. Every game is like 19 to 13. The score, the final score is never a normal score. No. Like, I, I think I've One been... year I think they lost 12 to pie. I've been there four times and I don't think I've seen the Badgers win. Really? So maybe I shouldn't go. They lost the game like 52 to 49 once. They lost a game oh. 13 to 10. Is it so, in like a neighborhood? It's yeah, it's it's not you know, it's not like Madison. It's I I think I, I'm not 100% sure on this, but I think it might be a dry campus. The campus oh, itself could be. Um obviously it's right outside of Chicago. So. I know I just want to go. I don't need alcohol to have a good time. No. Bart no. said sweating profusely. No, it's just it's 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 very small. It's mm. they are going to renovate it at some point. I've heard Michigan one, Ohio State two, Penn State three, Nebraska four, Wisconsin five. I like to go to the shoe, dude. I I want college ba- uh, football back so uh-huh. bad. I I mean I just I'm missing football. I miss it more every year. Every year I miss it more. Why? And I savor it too. I soak it in. I don't. I don't take it for granted. I can't wait till Alabama comes up here. I don't care how bad or good the Badgers are. Now, when is that? Twenty twenty four. It's a home and home series. Alabama coming up here first. When did they schedule that? Like ten years ago. They scheduled it like three years ago. Oh, okay. Well, that's relatively like makes some sense. Yeah. That's one thing I can't stand is when they schedule these games. Because some of the kids that are going to be playing in these games are five years old. Yeah. Here, I'll, I'll look and see how I, far. I I think it's 2024. Let me see how far the furthest Badger. Uh, 2024, they're here. Yes. Yeah. And then 2025, they're Which there. is crazy because usually we never go, you know, we never get the that first game. It's always we're at Alabama or LSU first. Hey, what are you doing on September 10th? This year? 2033. Who we got? Because the Badgers go to Utah. Okay. Like, how? how is this so I don't stupid? Know. The, <laughs> the one that always got me was Virginia Tech, and they kept on extending that and extending yeah, that's, that, and they finally dropped it. Well, I still got it 2031. Okay. It's back? It, well, back in 2004, it was supposed to be, like, 26. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, so now it's 31, 33? So if, you're, if the Badgers are playing at Utah in 2033 – and let's say you'd be a freshman then, so you'd be 18 years old. That's 11 years from now. Quick math, 10, 11, 8, 7. How old You're your, 7 years old. How old's your boy? My son's going to be 3. Okay, so th- what? They have a game in 2037 that he can go to when he goes to Madison. Yeah, once they schedule a game for 2037, he can play for the team. When the Badgers are going to Utah, he'll be a freshman in high school. Wow. It's three years I don't old. know why they plan those games out far in advance. And uh, well, they put them on they, the schedule. Public, but they always publicly. tell you, they always tell you it takes so long to. And Who then during the COVID co- year, BYU and Coastal Carolina are just like, they took two days to two get days. a game together. And who knows what college football is going to look like in, in three years? Oh, I know. That Miami kid's getting $10 million to go play there. Unbelievable. I almost, I, I like that they get paid, but I don't need to know how much they get paid. With the NIL. I like that there's, you know. What's your take on 11 a.m. games? 
Like that Alabama Wisconsin game is probably going to be at eleven o'clock. Oh, people that get mad about that are stupid. Alabama versus Texas, they play each other. They're pl- I think they're playing at eleven. Well, they're mad because that's on Fox and it's yes. going to be like nine thousand yes. degrees. That makes more sense. I don't like. I don't want Alabama Wisconsin to be at eleven. I want it to be at, at night. I like day games or night games. No, give me a night game. I like getting give drunk at seven thirty in give the morning. Two thirty game. I'm taking beer bong two story with dads. <laughs> Um, we'll be right back. I think that's a good time for a T.O. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 